talk to you today about a topic called putting God first. Putting God first and placing him as the top priority in our lives is the most important decision you could ever make in life. And it's the most rewarding decision you could ever make. You see, when God is first place leading us, he's the creator of the universe. He knows why he created us. He knows what brings us pleasure. He knows the secret petitions he put in our heart. And he placed a God-sized hole in all human beings that only he could fulfill. Sometimes we live so frustrated trying to get ahead in life, trying to pursue goals and dreams, trying to find satisfaction, and we come up empty simply because only God can fulfill us ultimately and truly. He is the one who can truly bring lasting fulfillment, meaning, and purpose into our lives. And so I want to encourage you to place God first in your life. We all have distractions. Distractions are coming at us at every turn. The enemy of our souls, the devil, he's crafty. He's trying to get our attention off of God and onto other things that can keep us from experiencing God's best. But when Christ is at the center of our lives, he can lead us and direct us into the most amazing plan and purpose. Throughout scripture, we see people from the start of scripture in Genesis all the way through to Revelation, we see people over and over again turning away from God, following after other things, and it leaves them feeling meaningless. And so I want to encourage you in this message today, place God first, put him back on the, the throne of your life, make him your highest aim, your greatest pursuit. And when you do, he is going to teach you who you truly are the, and, and help you discover the amazing plan he has for you. He's going to teach you your value and worth and ultimately help you discover the assignment he put you on this earth for. So where is God in your priority list? Is he just a part of your life? Maybe he's not even in your life at all. Maybe you don't even have him on your priority list. Or is he at the center of your life where all of your decisions, all of um, you, what you're doing in life is filtered through, bringing that to God, saying, God, lead and direct me. Where is God on your priority list? The word priority means superiority in rank, position or privilege, something given or meriting attention before competing alternatives. So if God is a priority, it means out of all the things that are competing for attention in your life, he outranks them all as the superiority, superiority, if that's a word, <laughs> superior to all other things. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, he wants to be at the top. And when he is, your life will begin to make sense. Priority is something of top importance. We show what's most important in our lives by us devoting our time, energy, and resources toward. Whatever we prioritize, 
that is going to be our focus. And when, when, when we look at our lives, what we're truly spending our time doing, investing our resources in, and our, and giving our most attention to, that is what we're placing as a priority. So we can say God's number one. We can say he's the master of our lives, but is he really the master of our lives? A minister once said this. He says, you know what a person's priorities are by looking at how they spend their time and looking at their bank account, how they spend their resources. He went on to say, show me those two things and I'll show you what's most important to them. I think that's powerful. And so my heart is that you would take inventory of your own life right now. Is God a priority? Are you investing in eternal things? Are you saying to God, God, here are my resources, my, my, my finances. What do you want me investing in, in? You know, sometimes we say, well, God, you have 10% of my income. That's a tithe to God. But do you know, he wants us to be stewards over the other 90%. What is it that, like, are you spending your time and attention towards? When, when you have open hands to God, it's amazing when, when you're allowing him to work through you with your resources, he wants to bless others through you. You become a conduit in which he can do incredible things to bless other people. And when you do, you're actually storing up treasure that will last forever in eternity because you're investing in things that God cares deeply about. <clears throat> we all have a priority list. What's truly important to you and what's on yours? As Christians, only one should be at the very top. And when God is at the center of our lives, everything else begins to make sense. <clears throat> I had, there was a season of my life, I grew up in the church. And so God was a part of my life, but I was busy trying to get God to bless my agenda. And I don't know about you, but I was very frustrated because I began to learn that God has his own agenda and he wants me to be part of what he's doing, not me trying to get God to bless my own thing. And so I went through this really difficult trial and what that did is it caused me to seek God like I had never sought him before. Everything I thought was so important and dear, my career, my friends, um, anything else, all of a sudden it became, it crumbled in front of me because it could not answer the deepest questions of my heart. Is God real? Does he love me? Is, why do I exist in life? What's the meaning and purpose of life? I want to know those answers and I want to get busy pursuing whatever that is. And it caused me to seek God with every fiber of my being. And up until that point, I had not done that. At the, in this trial, in this most desperate cry out to God, God spoke to me deep in my heart and he showed me that he's real, the God of the Bible showed me he was real. And I saw that God communicated from, was from story after story of 
all kinds of men and women throughout the Bible, and that God wanted an authentic, deep, personal relationship with, with people, you and me. He wants a deep fellowship with you and me. And as God, as I sought God, there was a scripture that jumped off the page at me when God became my, my, my number one aim in life. And it was this, John 15, one and two, it says this, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of me that bears no fruit, while every branch that bears fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. That trial that God allowed me to go through exposed that I was not placing God number one in my life. I was pursuing a career in basketball. Uh, uh, I was pursuing um, friends, my own will, my own agenda, trying to get God to bless it, and I was frustrated. And it was amazing that when I came to that place of surrender to God, one day I was in prayer and God spoke deep in my heart. And this is what he said to me. Corey, you finally have given me the throne of your life. I'd been a Christian for about 14 years up until that point. And I thought I'd given God my life. But he knows if God, if he's really at the center of our lives. And he took me going through that trial so that I saw me I saw for myself that God was not my highest priority. He was a part of my life. I compartmentalized God. He was off to the side. But my desire was to try to get God to bless my agenda. And when he exposed that, I acknowledged that, God, I'm so sorry for not placing you as Lord and master of my life. You see, as followers of Christ, Jesus says, come follow me. Not try to get God to follow us. No, he wants us to follow him. And when we do, it's amazing that we begin to discover the reason why we exist. Our identity in Christ, our purpose, the assignment God gives us on this earth. And that's what God began to do for me. All of a sudden, life became worth living. It was the most exciting thing ever that the God of the universe wanted a deep abiding relationship with me. And as I walked with him, he wanted me to discover that plan and purpose. <clears throat> it was amazing. So when God becomes first place in our lives, we, we discover our true identity, as I just said. We discover our, the unique plan and purpose God has for us. And God leads us into our divine purpose that's different than anyone else. You can't discover that independently from God or doing it your way. You can only discover it when you truly surrender your life and are being led by him. I want to encourage you. Are you leading your own life? Are you frustrated and, and just angry at life because things are not working out the way you think? Maybe it's because you're not letting God truly lead you. He's inviting you into letting go of control and doing it his way. Place him as the highest aim in your life. And you'll discover him. The Bible says in Jeremiah 29, 13, then with deep longing, you will seek me and require me as a vital necessity. And you will find me when you search for me with all of your heart. When he becomes our highest aim, he wants us to find him. 
And I promise you, you will. <clears throat> you see, this what are some what are some of the most vital things on planet Earth right now for us as humans? Water and food. We need water and we need food. Well, Jesus is likened in the in, in the New Testament. He has, a, he has a name. He's the living water. And he's the bread of life. Because he alone can truly sustain us and teach us who we truly are. When, he, when we spend quality time with God, we'll, we are eating of, of, of God's sustenance. We, we get the sustenance we need to face each day victoriously. And so um, here are some examples of what it means to acknowledge God as the top priority in our life. It means we spend consistent time with God. If we believe that God is a priority in our life, then we're going to spend consistent, regular time with him. If we don't, we're, we're really fooling ourselves. So I want to encourage you. Carve out regular time with God in prayer and reading his word, in fellowshipping with other believers that can encourage and strengthen you to keep walking with God on a daily basis. Start your day inviting him to lead and guide you. You see, when, when God is a priority in our life, we are looking to him for guidance, for answers, for solutions to our problems and helping us live out each day wanting to fulfill the, a plan he has for us. So we look to him. We invite him into our decisions, whether that's purchasing a home, a car, or something else. Where we live, what career path we should take. He knows best. He's the creator. He fashioned you. He put skill sets, abilities inside of you. And he wants to open the right doors for you at just the right time. When you are stepping into your divine purpose, it's going to fit like a glove. You're going to be like, I was born to do this. And when God is a priority in your life and you're seeking him for godly wisdom and counsel, he will help you discover what that plan is. But if you don't place him as a priority, you're not going to discover ultimately why you were put on this earth. Ask him for his input about anything and everything, whether that's big or small. Invite him into your conversations with friends, saying, God, help me learn how to find ways to bless my friends, that they can feel uplifted and encouraged. Give me strength to do my best at work, that I can be fruitful and my work can see the fruitfulness of my labor. See, God can give you favor beyond your natural ability to where you stand out and you shine. He wants to help you. He wants to increase you in, in every sense of that word, um, where uh, that you stand out from the crowd, but that requires you looking to him and asking for his help. We invite God into our relationships. What friends should we be hanging out with? Who should I, who should I marry? Ask him. He wants to help you. He knows who's compatible for you and who isn't. 
He can help you avoid pitfalls and making very poor choices that ultimately will bring you great harm into your life. God is, is sitting there waiting to help you, to give you advice, to give you wisdom, to be your counselor, but you gotta invite him in. He wants, he wants to help you dis, uh, discern what's right and wrong, morality, to help you look from a, the right perspective and worldview in life. The creator created this world with um, eternal laws and, guide, and guidelines and principles so that you can live life successfully. And so looking to God to be your absolute authority on morality, on right and wrong, look to God instead of culture and people or the world. You see, when we look to them above God, we can be easily led astray from understanding who we truly are in God. And God is inviting you and encouraging you, look to him. Discover who he is in the word of God, the Bible. And when you do, it's amazing how he starts illuminating truths and ticking at our heart. The spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit that lives inside of believers will begin to help you to um, start ticking at your heart areas that he wants you to come up higher in. Or um, something in the word of God will just jump off the page and it will highlight to you and you know that God's speaking to you about a situation. Or God might speak to you in a still small voice deep on the inside saying, take this path and not this path. So look to him. God's inviting you to trust him with your money, your resource, your time, your talent, the things he's entrusted to you to be a steward of it. Do you know that every one of us will stand before God one day and give an account for our lives? What we did with what was entrusted to us. And I wanna encourage you, use your resources to further the kingdom of God. When God is on the, the, the priority of our lives, he will lead us in, in how to use those resources, to use our time, to maximize it for his kingdom purpose. And here's the cool thing, God is a rewarder of those who faithfully seek after him. He's keeping track of it all. He's the one who can truly um, reward you for your effort and what, what you're doing for his, his kingdom. And so I just want to encourage you again. When you place God at the head of your life and you're inviting him into every area, looking for his guidance, allowing him to be the Lord and master of your life, he will empower you, he will strengthen you, he'll encourage you, he will lead you into the most amazing God adventure you could ever dream of. If listening to this message, God's highlighting areas that he wants you to surrender to him, I wanna encourage you to do it right now. It's an act of surrender. Maybe hold out your hands as, a, as an act of faith and say, God, I release this to you. It could be a relationship, a, a, a broken relationship. It could be, Maybe you're holding tightly to your resources and you're afraid to let go of it and really trust God with those. Or maybe you have a career path you want to take, but God is inviting you to let go of it and trust him with the plan he has for you. I can tell you this, 
after walking with God for 20 years, trying to do it my own way for 14 years, and then for the last 20 years, doing it his way. It is amazing the plan he has for you when you let go. I feel so honored and privileged at some of the doors and opportunities God is opening to me. And that's because I surrendered to him. I know that God has an incredible plan for you and it will require surrender. And so if he's highlighting to you to let go, I wanna encourage you to do that. Maybe you have felt um, some shame and guilt because you've kind of been doing life your own way. Can I encourage you? When you come to God in humility, he wants to lift the fallen. He wants to lift you up. He wants to embrace you. He wants to show you mercy and kindness. Come to him in humility and say, God, help me this day forward to live knowing you, uh, surrendering to you, placing you at the highest priority in my life. And when you do, he will embrace you, he will love you, and he will cause you to step further into your God-given destiny than ever before. Let's pray. Father, I believe there's people right now listening that need, they're, they're living life their own way, but you're inviting them to take that step of faith to relinquish control to surrender, to yield their life to you, to allow you to lead and direct them as the master and Lord of their life. I pray, God, that you would give them the courage and the strength to do that, that you would be the Lord and master of their life. God Almighty, the creator of the universe, the one who deserves that top priority in their life.